0: Welcome, welcome to another episode of Planning Face Syndicate. Thank you all so much for joining us for episode 98. Store Champ season has begun. Tonight, we're going to be talking about the Richmond Open and the Midwest Scrub Down number two, because we just can't help it but talk about lists. Unfortunately, we have not gotten new points tonight, so we are not going to be able to discuss any points changes. Um, because they haven't told us what they are. Last week, I know we did our speculation in hopes that this week it would come out and we could do a bunch of list building, but unfortunately, we are not going to be able to do that. But we do have some amazing lists and some discussions, and we get to kind of go a little bit into the future about Store Champ season. Um, Without further ado, let's bring in our guests for tonight. Please welcome me. And welcoming Mr. Duncan Howard. How are you tonight, sir? Awesome. And joining me on the mic is JJ and Mr. Alex from the Best Spin Benchwarmers. How are you all tonight?
1: doing okay i had a great time this last weekend here at the richmond open uh we we had a blast uh, playing over there but uh, we'll get into more details for that in a bit alex how about you man i'm doing okay happy that it's
2: we're starting to record a podcast although a little bit unhappy about the start time I work (laughs) in the morning you know yeah man
0: Well, joining us tonight is the champion of the Richmond Open, the one and only Duncan Howard, who eliminated JJ during Top Cut. So, Duncan, how does it feel to eliminate JJ? Probably pretty good, (laughs) a little bit? (laughs)
3: <laughs> i mean he got me in swiss so you know it, 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 kind of the revenge of the swiss there you know uh, and i you know i i haven't quite eliminated jj before our team did it at crate cup which he reminded me of so <laughs>
0: um so it's it, it's a pleasure to have you on and um thank you for joining us for our show tonight tonight we're going to be covering obviously the lists and kind of the records and talking a little bit about it um and maybe speculating um on some future star championship. Before we get into it, though, just a quick reminder: we have a local Michigan Star Championship coming up, May twenty eighth in Ypsilanti, which is the like stepchild of Ann Arbor, essentially.
2: Um, a bastard child, really. But <laughs>
0: so, if you live in Michigan and you're not doing anything on that weekend, you are welcome to come out and hang out with us. I think I will be there, uh, pending my daughter's. Um, chemo results from the weekend before um as long as everything goes good we will i should be there because that's kind of what i told my wife for my birthday don't get me anything just let me go play star championship um and then uh we were possibly going to have a grand rapids one july or i'm sorry june 3rd or june 10th it'll be one of those two weekends um for it so Maybe awesome. maybe we get JJ to make the 10 and a half hour drive each way and come <laughs> hang out in Michigan.
1: Yeah, that'd be tough, especially if I'm if I'm trying to do the uh the show down here uh around <laughs> that time. So we'll we'll see, Ben.
3: We'll see. we'll see. Is it only 10 hours to Michigan from from you? Jeez.
0: Yeah, I think yeah. It's a, I think it was like nine and a half because I looked at driving to come down to what was the last tournament that you uh, you all had down there, JJ?
1: It was Craig It was great
0: cut. Yeah. So I was I was debating on making the drive or flying. Um, but it it just didn't work out. It's it is in fairness, 10 hours is not super fun in a car by yourself. So
1: no heck no. Mm -hmm.
0: But all right, why don't we get into let's get into the Richmond Open. Um, so obviously we have the championship, um, the duels here, and we have Duncan taking on JJ. Um, Duncan I guess we, to begin with why don't we talk a little bit about your list before we get into some of the stats um, and then we'll let JJ talk about his list and we can kind of talk a little bit about some of the runs to get there um, I believe you all had what 27 to 30 people there
3: it was 25 uh, we were supposed to have 26 but one of them got sick so we ended up having one dude get a bye uh, each round. Uh, And everyone with uh, two wins, six tournament points or more progressed on to day two, which was 17 people with one not able to make it. So it looked like a top 16 um, and then top four cut at the end.
0: Awesome. Well, tell us a little bit about your list. I know you have a somewhat similar list to what JJ had, I believe. Mm
3: hmm. Um, so I, after Worlds, I was a little uh, burnt out. I wanted to go back to flying what I like. Uh, so I picked up Soon-Tier-Fell again uh, with Predator, Crack, and uh, Shield Upgrade. Uh, pretty standard loadout for him. I kind of wish he had another mod slot, but you know, well, let's hope. Um, <laughs> Darth Vader, but seven-point uh, Darth Vader uh, with Brilliant Evasion, Elusive, Fire Control, Pattern Analyzer, and Afterburners. Uh, Captain Off with Seven Sister, everyone knows and loves that one. And uh, Moff Gideon with cloaking, elusive, and contraband cybernetics. Um, very similar to Ali Pocknell's world's list, where he took six-point Vader and upgraded Fair to a Vermeil. I felt that that was going to be a little like Vermeil was just going to get lit up. Um, a little frail there, although Palp is nice. Uh, so I decided to swap to Fair and use that extra point to upgrade my uh, my Vader.
0: And that's the Vader I prefer flying. Uh, that's the Vader that I feel dies less. Is in my opinion. <laughs> um. At least currently, he dies less than than Boy Vader, but it is one more point. So,
2: well, yeah, that elusive pattern analyzer really helps out a lot with just survivability, like more so than just having one extra shield.
3: Yeah, I had a very in depth discussion with Ali about why he didn't go that route, and he thought that um, Boy Vader had a lot more firepower, which he does. Um, but if he gets focused down, uh, I think the staying power of uh, this Vader at seven points means he will output probably equivalent or more damage by staying around for more turns than boy Vader will, depending on the matchup. And you don't gimp yourself. If you do a red right maneuver like that too, exactly. Helps yeah. a lot. Or get jammed. Right. right.
1: Now, yeah. definitely one of the most interesting things that, that uh, I noticed when, uh, when we were playing was definitely your Moff Gideon uh, set up there with elusive contraband, cybernetics and cloaking device. Um, I, the, my, the majority of Moff Gideon's I've seen usually are with like false transponder codes and a targeting computer. Uh, what was your, your reasoning for that particular loadout on Moff? Uh, so.
3: at worlds, I was running Moff Gideon with notorious and cloaking. Um, just notorious was a great upgrade, right? Like never ever shoot at Moff Gideon, please. Uh, I found I wasn't really pointing him at things, uh, very often. Um, so, uh,
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right.
3: <Hi>. Good night. <laughs> uh anyway. <laughs> um yeah, so I had Notorious and cloaking and I just like found out Gideon was dying very quickly. Um so I decided to go with elusive and the other three points. I, I tested overtuned modulators for a little bit, and what I found when people were people would just on the turn that I popped overtuned would ignore Moff Gideon and then you'd get a bunch of strain and then they'd keep shooting at him afterward, which was bad. Um anyway. So, uh, okay. so I swapped to a contraband for that turn that you want to recharge elusive, but still have a focus token to be cloaked. Yeah. Awesome. And I think,
0: I think I like the, the, the cloaking device on Gideon. On I was at Worlds 2, I ran into one. Um, and that, that Gideon just would not die. I, I took two shots into him and then gave up and said, screw it. I'd rather just shoot Vader. Um, which ended up killing Vader. Right. So then obviously it was worth more to be able to kill Vader, but it was just, that moth gideon and i learned something if nobody else knows this if moth gideon does his ability reinforce no longer works
3: at all i learned that yeah, the hard way. great <laughs> but you can still crack shot them so it's like it's it's, it's fantastic
0: you also can't juke it
3: for people <laughs> yeah you can't realize either. It. Um, yeah so that was a that was an uh, interesting thing with uh vader is like well do i want to juke them do i want them to spend the focus token or uh do I want them to not spend the focus token you know, yeah, stuff like that at Worlds? But that was that was way back in Worlds.
0: <laughs> Feels like yesterday sometimes. Um that's the last played. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. So um uh, so in your run, you know, your your record was uh, was uh five right? one, Did you feel on any of the scenarios that you had a little harder time um, with any one particular scenario more than others, like Scramble or Assault or anything.
3: Let me see if I can bring up. I took a picture of my uh, matches. It wasn't that anything was particularly hard. I thought it was a very balanced list in terms of all the uh, scenarios. it's, I think I played Assault in the Satellite Array versus uh, a lot of medium bases. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I played Assault versus uh, Anakin in three arc 170s uh, in my uh, fifth round. Um, so that was a rough one. Uh, but other than that, I think the list fairly balances out. Um, crates is obviously not everyone's greatest scenario, but Faroff can carry one pretty well. And uh, you're not super gimped if you uh, take one um, with Moff Gideon, right? He doesn't have to, he doesn't get the cloak, uh, but you know, he does have elusive and three agility, so it's something. And if they're shooting them, they're not shooting your aces. And uh, as JJ knows in our last game, uh, yeah, Moff, or Vader carried a crate pretty well to the end of the game. Yeah, he did. <laughs>
2: <laughs> How many times did you use Moff Gideon's ability on Suntir
3: who wasn't getting shot at? Uh, quite a bit, actually. It was kind of nice. Um, in my sixth round, I played again. It's uh, a bunch of FO ties and Kylo Silencer. Uh, just kept uh, putting Soon Tier right next to Kylo and then using Vader to just sink in a bunch of damage. But you strain a uh, stressed Soon Tier and just do a blue next turn. It's great. Yeah. No. Yep.
0: Yeah, I actually miss Suntier. I really wish, um, I really hope they do something for Tier because it'd be nice to be able to play Suntir again. Like, and can you imagine him going down to five points or something crazy like that? Like, I don't know. I always feel in Empire, they've, like, se- Second Sister is is really good for the five points, but she's an I-4. And I just kind of miss that I-6 tier that I used to get to play all the time. Um, yeah. I think a little
3: game. more loadout would, in staying at six, wouldn't be the worst thing. But he needs a second mod slot for sure.
0: Yeah, it would be nice. It would be nice because you always want to put that shield upgrade, but then you're like, oh,
3: I don't have any other. I want a yeah. targeting computer at minimum. Yeah. I'm,
0: like it would be nice if I had both those. Does second yeah. sister get both that? I don't. I don't think she does. I uh, think she it. gets Just the Second one. sister she uh, has
2: one mod. She has one mod, but yeah. Uh, yeah. But she has a missile slot,
0: which is useless, in my opinion. Yeah, I like so I, I like Juke and Shield Upgrade on her. Cause... That's
3: obviously one of the better ways to go, or like extreme maneuvers. Yeah. I really like uh, just throwing an all crit rocket sometimes. Just <laughs> gonna say <laughs> though. All
0: right, that's fair. That is fair. I will say that is that that's pretty dope right there too. So, do we get to say? I mean, so I I guess I, we. At first, when JJ told me you were coming on and you'd won over him, I kind of was sitting there thinking, "Oh, it's because you're taller. that's like the in- unrunning joke. JJ is pretty short <laughs> if we're being honest. But then jJ's like, no, I think you missed it, tanner. i already I already beat him once, and I was like, oh, so we can officially here on planning phase debunk the taller person always wins theory. <laughs> um, so the first the first the one of the questions I have Duncan, for you per se, right? is, when you did face JJ that first time, was it a list you had practice against or seen before? I know Boy Vader is, you know, obviously common practice. Um, but JJ flies his Mauler and Vader typically together. And maybe he didn't this time, but that's a big thing of JJ's. And not a lot of people, like, you see that and you don't think about it. And then he uses Vizier completely different than most people do. JJ <laughs> does not care about Vizier one bit and uses it as a blocker as much as he can. Mm. Um,
3: I, I don't think his our first game had any influence on our second game, if that's what you're asking. Um, mm-hmm. But we did play a different scenario. It was Scramble in our Swiss game versus uh, Salvage in our final game. And uh, I think he has a little more ability to do well at Scramble, uh, but it does vary a little bit because he's got two more I-5s while I have the I-6s, but the I-6s do need their actions to do other stuff um uh our, i wasn't expecting him to you know rush in on our first uh our first engage on our first game but uh second game he slow rolled a little bit allowing me to get a little better of a position with my uh with my two aces um you know so
0: and i will say that is jj's signature move is to rush in especially if he's not played an opponent with that list before mm. um that is one of his favorite things to do and sometimes it works and other times he gets slaughtered
3: I was okay. Yeah. I was okay with it on our first game, just because I was second player for that turn, so his Vader wasn't even able to get a target lock. So it was a range three from Juno, a range three from Mauler, and a range three from uh, his Vader. So I was like, okay, so there's only uh, what's it called? Uh, seven? What seven dice coming in? And I got twelve defense with Elusive, Brilliant, all my force, everything, and I still took two shields. And I was like, yeah. oh, man, this is real bad. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, our second game, Vader took no damage until the last turn, so quite a wow. difference there in Vader's willingness to survive. Oh yeah, definitely.
2: We should probably talk about JJ's list
1: instead of just <laughs> uh, <laughs> we <don't put> some <laughs> people, right? Yeah, talking about it. <laughs> so yeah so my list here uh is the other empire list uh here for richmond open uh so for this one here i went with a five ship builds i have a uh, uh, battle Yavin vader uh battle Yavin mauler uh juno eclipse and the tie x1 with elusive fire control system cluster missiles Iden Versio, the standard loadout that you see her with which is elusive and ion cannon and then i went with Dazir with seven sister and captain hark um, I, um, I i went specifically for that loadout for vizier um, because i wanted vizier to be that um, that that coordinating piece when he needs to be and then that jamming piece when i need him to be um i actually used his ability quite well um in this tournament against a couple of lists where i was able to get vizier in position where i could get him either into a range 2 bullseye or range 1 of an enemy uh set up a jam especially if it's like a cluster of enemies and then when they moved in and they bumped if they took that red focus uh then vizier can uh use seven sister to either apply a second jam or uh, or rather jam that particular ship or apply a tractor and um and then set up the follow-up shots for mauler and vader which are usually close to that particular point of impact there. Um the the third round where I faced off against a um a first order list um, I actually did that I ran uh Vizier right into a ball of tie and I was able to tractor malaris and I was able to eliminate Malaris within those first two shots because a tractor malaris uh, doesn't last very long when you have uh, regular crits coming in uh, really good there. Uh, for Juno, um, kind of on the, on the fence on how I really wanted to load her out. Um, I, I definitely wanted Elusive on her um, just to keep her alive, especially if she's taking target locks regularly. Um, and then the, the rest of it, I wasn't sure. I, I played around with had an Analyzer a lot, um, and I also considered uh, Prime Thrusters on Juno as well. Um, but they just didn't work out for how I wanted to play this particular list. So I ended up going up with cluster missiles and fire control system. And oddly enough, when every time that I would test out this version of Juno, <clears throat> I would hardly ever get the cluster missiles out. Um, but in this tournament, I think I ran out of cluster missiles twice in like two separate games, uh, which is uh, hilarious to me because I was able to get multiple shots of Juno. Um, and, uh, and it worked out really well.
2: I was going to ask about those cluster missiles because typically you would see maybe uh, like um, uh, passive sensors on her. So you could do like the boost after you do that lock. So you still do like passive sensors elusive. I was curious yeah. about how well those cluster missiles worked out.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Passive sensors was definitely one of the ones that I, I considered as well. Um, it's just for, for, what I had Juno, uh, Juno's role. Juno was a flanker for me, one, and then an ejected driver second. Um, so a lot of times, um, especially when I'm playing like uh, scramble or when I'm playing salvage, um, the passive sensors like boost everything usually doesn't work out for me unless you know I really want to get that target lock at a later initiative. Um, but if I'm in a in a scenario where I really have to press my advantage in numbers Juno you know, automatically goes into that objective mode and really pushes for claiming those objective uh, objectives which past sensors doesn't really help me out much in that particular case there um so because of that i kind of shied away from that particular style for juno and i ended up going with the more offensive output uh, which really helps me for that initial alpha strike and then if i if i still have the opportunity to still engage more enemies using the clusters then i will but if not Aiden and juno tend to be my objective grabbers uh while mauler and, and Vader be, are usually my hammer uh for lists when i really need to take out a particular target
0: Makes sense. All right. Well, why don't we go before we go too far into more lists? Why don't we go through some of the statistics, right? So now, yeah. so everybody remembers these statistics for this, if you watch this in the future, is before we have what I would call store champ season points changed. Um, so I think, you know, to some extent, if you played at Worlds, um, you know, you were able to see most of what you probably will see is similar to what we saw at Worlds, except for with a few tweaks. Um, other than there's a, a list with Sunfuck in it, and I don't remember a Sunfuck doing super well at Worlds um, over top 50. I don't think so, but maybe. Um, but if we look at distribution, we obviously, Empire is on top. The one thing I would be very questioning of it is that FO is only had two lists. That just seemed crazy to me that... <laughs> people yeah. aren't bringing fo um list but
1: and same with scum scum was just one one list right that made it list. Two. oh there yeah. was two okay all right
3: yeah <clears throat> same it, as fo
0: yeah so like that's the scum piece is not as, as surprising as the fo was but republic is um you know republic being able to come in a little bit more seems um Actually, it's Rebel. Sorry, Rebel coming in at six list seems pretty crazy to me. Um, <laughs> people, it, does your area just love Rebel <laughs> is They that do. What it is? They
3: do. Yeah, the uh, Nova area definitely loves its Rebels. Um, that's been a thing for a lot, like ever since I started playing this game. Uh, Everything here has been pretty re- Rebel heavy. Uh, I think FO, especially around here, is just one of those factions. Like, obviously, scum, not a good faction right now. People fo is just kind of like a stepchild faction you know no one seems to care about it like uh but i think people weren't treating this as a uh must win try hard at all costs kind of event yeah especially like the two
2: fo lists that were brought aren't like the ones from worlds it's like one of them i believe is five ties and a a whisper and the other one was three ties a whisper and
3: uh, a silencer kylo Mm -hmm. i mean the five fo ties with um with a five-point ship, did okay at uh, Las Vegas Open. Um, you know, the other guy was like, oh, "I didn't really like flying all those, you know, three-point ties," so he put in Kylo Silencer,
2: which I can respect. God <laughs> knows I played enough of those damn things.
1: Yeah. <laughs> now, definitely one of the the bigger surprises for me, and and even though we already saw it during Worlds, you know, Rebels actually making that surprise uh, cut there uh was the the other player that won five and one tie uh was a rebel list as well and it was four Ewings which we'll, oh. we'll break down that list there um like when I saw that list uh and and Chris you know because I was like testing this out for a while for for the Nickel City League like I at first I was like di- doubting the viability of it and whatever but when I saw his list and the way he played it, I was like, "Holy crap, that is a beefy list!" And man, did he do really well. He was actually the person that I tied with in round number five uh, for during the Swiss. And I and I I gotta admit, like he had my number, and I just managed to steal the tie uh, from from that that matchup. But
3: you guys were playing uh, assault too, which was a uh, yeah. not a great one for you to play assault on. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that was actually his first tournament.
1: No way, really? for real? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no way. I had no idea. Yeah, he was a pro, man. Yeah, it was, yeah, he was good. How
2: was your game against them, Duncan?
3: Uh, we played Scramble. Um, I mean, look, I scored 15 objective points. So <laughs> I just kept hitting those buttons and arc dodging. Um, I only killed one U-Wing to end up winning the game. Um, so I, I just approached from two different angles, right? So like, I had Muff Gideon coming up the middle to hit the middle button. Uh, fair off sweeping around the side. Um, and then just Vader and Soon Tier here, right? Like, I mean, yeah, they can turn around and do whatever they want. But if you approach them from three or more separate angles, then I mean, they're not, they can't get focused fire on anything.
0: Yeah. And being that I six, I think gives you a little bit of an advantage there <laughs> with, um, mm-hmm. with with that piece of it. So,
3: oh, especially with the button hitting, right? Because like Soon Tier yeah. could just uh, hit button, reposition, get a focus, or be coordinated. Uh, something and then hit the button for his regular action i mean vader does a really good job moves after burners hit button uh and then target lock focus stuff like that
0: yeah and with your vader you can do the pattern analyzer and hit that button right no you can, No, you, you can't can. it's
3: okay. uh before your perform action step um yeah. so that's that's a big thing and you can't um, and it has to be your first action of your perform action step so the pattern analyzer is before your perform action step um and then, um, Yeah, the it has to the scenario action at all times has to be in your perform action. So you can't barrel roll closer to it and then Vader action to hit it, even though you are in your kind of perform action step. Fair enough. So that was the the downside of that Vader, but just get close enough on the first try.
0: Yeah. Or afterburners.
3: Or afterburners. True.
0: So Rebel actually still had a pretty good record (laughs) for a win rate record. Mm -hmm. Um so there is that. Um, I did throw the top eight in here versus the top four. I know you guys only did a top four, but I threw the top eight in here just to kind of look at a little bit of the difference. Um, So Galactic Republic comes in pretty heavy, but with there only being two empire lists, um, I don't know. It kind of, it kind of evens out a little bit based on the written ratio piece of this. So, um, but if you look at the top eight in, which is what we would typically do in a larger tournament, um, Empire handily comes on top for most of it. Everybody else kind of seems um, limited, minus Scum and FO. Um, and again, we always, when you look at the statistics, you kind of just go, "Well, it is a twenty-five person tournament, right?" You know, so it's, it, you have to take some of these numbers, not so hard, I guess. Um, but we do say if you take all factions and look at the the pilot count um, between you and JJ and everyone else, Moth Gideon has usurped Aiden's place at the top here as the most run tie um obviously boy vader is next um and i think that number would be higher if we just looked at standard and boy vader together um Mm -hmm. juno had three showings though three showings
3: yeah there were uh two locals of mine that copied my world's list the juno vader defender moff gideon a uh, fair off list. um They wanted to try that.
0: Yeah. Which I think that's a good list too. Um, so, mm-hmm. not, not surprised, you know, to see that. I think a lot of people were sleeping on Juno because Juno can just pop, but at the same token for four points, Juno really can hit hard. Like, I mean, really, also really. like
3: doing scramble boost or something like that, you know, is pretty good or uh, just anything. Passive sensors is a really good upgrade on her.
0: Yeah. So I really like that Kraken uh, is up there. Faroff is obviously up there. And then we see Wolf, which I bet you Alex will complain about because he'd rather see Jag up there over Wolf. Um, and I don't know. I want to know. Somebody needs to look up that fearsome predator list. Did they just run three of those? Is that why- Yeah, he ran three yes. in Django.
3: He was my round one <laughs> opponent. Okay.
0: <laughs> which is hilarious that he ran three of them instead of the two Afflecks and Volan, which is what... Um, I can't remember his name. He's from the UK, Liam. Uh, that's what Liam had been running, and I had tested that out, actually, for Worlds 2 because I really like tri-fighters. Um, I just find it tilts me when I, you have four ships and you lose two of them um, in a couple of turns. You just, you just, when your dice don't hold up, you just start. I, I mean, last night I ran three tri-fighters, and I literally had a tri-fighter with two calculates and an evade. And I threw five green dice and rolled one eyeball and oh, they had yeah. that's rough. two hits and a crit and the crit was a direct hit and I lost them. Oh. <laughs> It's like, like, you. like, it doesn't matter what you do. Um, so that's interesting. The fearsome predators are interesting, but I just don't feel they're worth their, their, their weight. So um, upgrade wise, <clears throat> we have elusive here um, shield upgrade, obviously really popular. Um, I don't think that's going anywhere. Um, marksmanship. And I don't know if that's just because of it's one point, baby. Yeah, the one point, or if it's because it's built into some of these cards. Yeah. Um yeah. VTG. Yeah. How, how many? Oh, that's right. Those arcs have VTG. All though. the siege mm-hmm. of
3: Corson arcs have veteran Turret, yeah. Well,
0: that's why that one's up there too. Um Predator, not a surprise. Crack shot, not a surprise. Um Heroic, obviously, not a surprise. Um I guess none of these upgrades are really a big surprise mm-hmm. in terms of that. So, so obviously then we get into the rounds. Duncan took psych off the board 23 to 11. Um, and then look, seeing back, it looks like you beat, I don't know who it is. This S a W I.
3: Yeah, that was, uh, that was Kevin. He was the four U wing player.
0: Okay. And then Aaron was the other one that's like one, two. Mm-hmm. Who wants to take some of these lists? Why don't we go through the the other top four lists? And I do want to get to the CIS list as well, <laughs> because I think yeah. that's a pretty unique list
1: so uh i'll i'll take on the republic list since i took that on in the um in the top four uh so he's running uh anakin skywalker in the delta 7b with crack shot r4 p17 and shield upgrade uh we have three siege coruscants uh arc 170s oddball wolf and jag uh to round that that list there um I I actually played him two times in the tournament he was my round one opponent and then I met him again in the top four there to uh to face off there uh this is a ton of beef uh this list here um the way he ran it he had uh, wolf and jag next to each other and then oddball to come in either from the flank or from the rear behind them uh, oddball just having that selfless to help redirect those crits away from wolf and jag to absorb those shields oddball having an extra shield as well more than wolf and jag um, really helps spread out that damage a lot especially when uh, like my list in particular vader just automatically deals out a crit um, it um, it really makes these arcs stay on the board a lot faster and then Oddball's ability um, after uh, Performing a red action allowing Another ship uh, to acquire A lock on an enemy that's in range Right there uh, really helps set up uh, Either himself for a good shot And then uh, possibly Wolf as well if you don't spend that lock And then Jai can acquired a lock After they perform an attack So you're constantly getting a lot of Offensive mods there it also does Extend out to Anakin if Anakin happens To be in the area and um, and it's, it's just a lot of off Output for this list, so it's uh, it's very good.
2: Yeah, I was gonna ask if he like took the lock for oddball himself yes. after like the roll, or if he would give it to Jag or something so Wolf could use it. But I guess oddball also does that, eh? Mm-hmm. That's fair.
3: I love oddball Arc Yeah, being able to do that on the the red focus on a bump was uh news to me recently. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: I played a lot of, like, uh, Oddball on the Y-Wing, and I would do a lot of bumping with that and then had sync council stuff. So I that was always a, a nice thing to pull on an opponent when they didn't realize that happens. Alex just
0: likes to play dirty. Good old Oddball.
2: Yeah, he's the dirtiest player in the
0: game. Oddball. <laughs> <laughs> he's the, he has to be, like, the most overpriced ship in Republic, like, hands down. So, kudos to this guy bringing, you know, oddball and that <laughs> oddball arc at five points there. Um, all right. The next list that we have was the rebel list. Um, Duncan, do you want to take that list just since uh, that was your uh, top four opponent?
3: All So, we got four U wings here, um, all with pivot wings. So, we start with Magva Yaro with the child and Ursa Ren. That's a combo on its own. Um, basically whenever you shoot at that one with uh, your people that have the Merciless Pursuit, uh, you'll get a target lock, which is great if you want, uh, but then she'll get a target lock on you, which is bad. (laughs) Uh, And you can't reroll more than one die attacking anyone uh, at range 0 to 2. You get Cassian Andor. Beginning of activation will strip off stress off a friendly ship, um, not including himself. Uh, Fire control, elusive, receptive, right? Just tokens and elusive. Uh, you got Benthic Two-Tubes with Perceptive and Jin, So that's a that's a big target right there. Uh, also has Elusive. Um, so basically any of these ships that whenever they take a focus token can make it an Evade token instead. Uh, Benthic, when he does his double focus action, can pass a focus or make it an Evade to somebody else. Uh, and then you got Saw Gerrera, um with Pivot Wing, Leia Organa, uh, K2SO, Contraband, Cybernetics, and Elusive. So basically with this list uh you can lay a stop and rotate if you want um, but if you don't rotate then that's fine and that'll be white you get all your actions beginning of the active or beginning in the system phase you k2so I calculate to somebody remove it with gassian and then next turn you can contraband stop with saw and then you can rotate everybody you can do whatever you want basically <laughs> it's kind of the way this works <laughs> um uh, yeah that's about it they just get tons of tokens and uh Rotate everywhere, so it's kind of hard to get them. And they actually do have reliably good offense with uh, single tokens or uh, sometimes double mods when it comes to uh, Ursa Ren giving target locks, uh, coordinating a, a target lock to Cassian. He has fire control, stuff like that. Um, yeah, I and think Saw that, for when they get damaged too. And Saw, right. So that's why uh, I stopped attacking Saw after he stopped becoming a good target of opportunity for me.
0: Well, I think. Uh, the, the Magma is, I mean, we saw that a year ago at Adepticon, um kind of be make make an appearance when we first went to 2.5 or whatever we want to call it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I know they kind of changed Ursa Ren, but I still think that, that the child in Ursa Ren is just such a good it, it, if you want to shoot Magva because you want to get Magva off the table, right? Because you want to be able to re-roll more than one dice for the most part. Um, but, oh, man, I don't know. I've th- we played around with this list on the show about two weeks ago or something like that. I like this list. I don't own four U-Wings, so so I don't think I could ever table this list. I don't know anybody that actually owns four of them in a- my local group. So but,
2: you know, a lot of people that own two. Yeah. <laughs> own two.
0: yeah.
2: yeah right.
1: <laughs> so, Duncan, when you played against this list and you saw this, like the the way he set up, did you have a, a target in mind for one of these U-Wings that you wanted to take off the board immediately Like, if you were to attack it directly?
3: Mm -hmm. Well, okay. So, I started uh, doing damage to Saw just because it was the best target of opportunity, and Leia is pretty good. Uh, But I think the main target should be uh, Cassian uh, because he's enabling a lot of uh, what's going on. Like, he can enable infinite stops on a U Wing, which is not great, right? Like, if you're trying to plan a maneuver with an ace and your opponent can do anything from a stop, uh, to like a two hard or a three bank, right? That's not, or a four straight, that's not really easy to plan for. So I wanted to get most of his stopping capability out of the way. But I think Benthic two tubes is probably the main target you should go for because handing out evades is uh, the hardest thing uh, to deal with. But I also looked at the fact that I had Moff Gideon and I was like, well, those evades don't really matter. So I can kind of go for whoever he presents to me. So I started going for uh, Saw just because I had a really good opportunity on him first turn. Um, and then after that, uh, swapped to Cassian because I had better follow-up shots on him. Nice. Was well, there a lot? Like of I said, I only I only killed one U-wing
2: in our game. I was just wondering <laughs> if there's a lot of times where they just rolled up with a K2SO calculate and a V token.
1: In my game, yes, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And for me, like I had to take advantage of the the terrain um when i was playing him in my round number five uh we were playing assault on a satellite array and essentially i set up the uh the board to have a tighter string of obstacles in the way so that way i could funnel his u-wings in and uh, essentially just used uh, my ships to kind of keep him and bottled up away from the objectives and that was the only way i was able to keep up with the amount of damage that he was putting out Uh, But yeah, Cassian uh, enabling those stops uh, definitely is tough when you're trying to uh, corral the Ewings in the corner. So,
0: all right, and I think the last list you know to look at here, um, and and I guess I'm going to give uh, Miguel some kudos because he's running Sunfak and there is no Grievous. So not only is there not a Grievous. There's a Sunfac in the list, and I just, I don't know, like to me, kudos to that guy for, 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 to them for running that. So, who wants to take the CIS list?
2: Oh, I will. I love Sunfac. <laughs> uh, he had Ensnare, Elusive, Lone Wolf, Targeted Computer. Uh, Dirge with HLC Ion Cannon in the title. Volandos would just outmaneuver, it's all 12 of his points. Then, SoC Dooku. And this list just looks like it murders things really fast, and hopefully it can do that before objectives are scored a lot. I mean, you do have Dooku for something like Assault, and you can do like a Sunfuck, like five straight, and then track yourself forward to get closer to objectives for like a scramble or something, but it seems much more like a murder list than it does an objective list.
1: Did
0: either of you end up playing uh, this gentleman?
1: Yeah, I did. Uh, he was my round number four. Uh, no, actually, I'm sorry. My round number three. Uh, right before I played Duncan the first time, uh, we were playing chance engagement, and uh, it, it was uh, it was definitely uh, interesting way he set up. Uh, he had split up. Is Sunfak and to count Dooku on one side and then Durge to get in the center and uh, Valin Das on the other end, uh, essentially playing uh, Voland like uh, like a Grievous, essentially, right? You, you got to make a choice where you want to go. Um, and uh, I, I was able to uh, keep Dooku and Sunfak busy away while I had the rest of my list engage uh, Durge and Valin Das. Um, i got lucky with the dice there i was able to eliminate those two and then focus my attention on Dooku, uh, who was ca- caught out of position to really get good follow-up shots um and then uh, and then sun Talk, uh fell after that but uh it, it is a, a definitely a hard list um to to really uh, work against if you're not prepared uh for for that particular setup
0: all right, either of you have anything you wanted to comment further about the Richmond Open before we move on to the Midwest Open?
3: I mean, I would just like to hype up that it was a good time uh, and hopefully we uh, get more people next year. I mean, this was only the second year and we went from having like 9 to 25, not obviously a huge jump, um, but we'd like to see more people because that gives us more prize support for next time. Um, And I mean, it was nice to find out. You know that it was going to be worth a store championship kit and a world's invite. Uh, so hopefully, if we keep that up, uh, we can do that. And also, I mean, JJ can attest that Richmond has really good food. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know, if you if you guys come down, then we'll uh, I'll give you all the all the hot spots.
0: So, so so what food did you have, JJ? That was more Street
1: yeah. Cafe was uh, the place I went to for breakfast on Sunday, and I got to tell you, those pancakes really good. Awesome, awesome pancakes.
3: Yeah,
0: that's good. I don't think I've ever actually been to Richmond up that area. I don't know. You'd think I would because I live in freaking Michigan. But
3: um, <laughs> <laughs> if you do, hit me up.
0: <laughs> I will. Yeah, I, this, the, depending on all the stuff that goes on in my personal life, I actually was looking at Nova this year because to me, oh, Nova my. seems kind of like a fun time. Um, everybody that has been um, seems to think it's pretty fun, and, and it's easy to get in. Like if you, if you, if I want to fly. So it's a pretty easy jump to get in there.
3: We yeah. also um trying to make it a thing where we do a different Smithsonian museum every year. Um last year we did the Udvar Hazy Center, uh, which is the Air and Space Museum out uh near Dulles Airport where they have the SR seventy one Blackbird, the Enola Gay, uh oh, my Space favorite Shuttle. Plane. Uh yeah, the S R seventy one? Yeah. Yeah. That's that so awesome. Cool. <laughs> and they had a top gun exhibit too, because it had come out uh that past summer. So it was a good time. Um I don't know what museum we'll do this year, but it's you could spend a whole day in one and still not get anything done. Still not get it
0: all done. <laughs> well, and that's it, it, here. You know, it, I, I'm I'll be forty this year, and the the funny thing was when I was a child, my my father always liked going to those museums and things like that. My mom hated it because my father would literally stand and read every exhibit all the way through, <laughs> so she would get stuck <laughs> with all of us kids. Now I'm, I'm approaching forty, and I feel the same way. Like when we go. I wander away from the wife and the kids and just kind of like read everything at my pace. And then, like eventually they come find me and they're like, are you, are you this slow? Like what the hell's going on? It's like, I don't know. I paid like, you know, 20, 30 bucks. I want to read all this shit. <laughs> like, oh, the
3: Smithsonian's yeah. free. It's great.
0: Yeah, So it's like, but for me, it's just, I really want to be able to read all the stuff. And like, that's just like, I don't know. I feel I'd hate saying I'm turning into my father because my father would never play this type of a, a game. But we didn't used to play chess a lot when I was a kid, so maybe that's why I like X-Wing quite a bit, is because the amount of chess we played. And Cribbage. Cribbage. My father loved Cribbage for whatever reason. Um, But, uh, yeah, so I would love to come down for Nova. I I don't think I'm going to make Gen Con this year, because Gen Con always falls around my wife's birthday. Literally. Almost every year, it's like on my wife's birthday somehow, except for last year when we went, and it was not. Um...
1: So the only other thing I want to say is, you know, big thank you to Chris Allen and everybody that helped organize Richmond Open. You guys were great at putting out that event out there. Um, hopefully next year we can uh, get that, uh, get a stream up for that as well. So that way we can, uh, you know, bring all the X-Wing goodness to everybody live over there and uh, and that we get to see more, uh, more X-Wing on your weekends.
0: Yeah, that would be fun and and i would say if you went from nine to 25 that's that's pretty good don't 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 down that man that's 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 pretty good turnout value there so and yeah. i don't know who uh wants to sell me or give me their soon tier card but i heard uh, i have cards. an extra all right well we should talk after this <laughs> i need, I need I to I... find some predators
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um i do i do like me some soon tier, and i do like that soon tier altar actually so
3: yeah the old 1.0 flashback. Oh, yes. Yeah, for mm. real.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: And and I kind of want it just to drive Charles nuts because Charles hates him so much. So much.
1: <laughs> yeah, for real. All
0: right. Let's move on to the Midwest scrub down. And if this event was an extended event, this is the second one. And I believe this is in um, Iowa, right? I think this is Iowa. Yeah. It's like on the tip of Iowa. Um, but this is the Midwest Scrub Down 2. It was an extended event. There was some people that didn't submit lists. So uh, excuse the numbers a little bit. Um, but as you can see here, Empire and Rebel clearly took the lead in terms of list building for um, extended. And I don't think that's a big surprise because E Wings are a lot of people's loves, um, as well as getting that Lambda on the table. Hype, hype. I don't think I saw Guri on the table though, which I'm very surprised at. And yeah. if I had gone, I would have ran Guri no matter what, even if I would have lost, I would have ran Gurry. So
3: you got to run the altart that has uh, three extra shields. There you go. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> I, do, I do have that, and um, or some version <laughs> of that, but I don't think I'd get away with running that. So wow. yeah, Guri's just
2: seven points. That's really hard to build around in scum when you can take a lot of other ships at seven points.
1: Yeah, but Fair none enough. of them can bendy the barrel roll. I mean, come on. I love Star Vipers. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. take Gurry
2: to this tournament. Oh, Dallin Oberos or Prince Shizor or something.
0: I don't know. When I when we were at Gen Con, I got all that Gurry stuff. So you know, for coming in top in faction on my day, so I feel like I I would have to run that. So though, <laughs> so if anybody ever wants to trade the Gurry stuff for Grand Inquisitor stuff, let me know. I've never used the Gurry stuff, and I like Grand Inquisitor better. All right, so the interesting thing that I see here out of all of these numbers is First Order had a higher win rate. Um, They didn't play as many games as Empire, but they did actually have a higher win rate um, out of all the other factions, and I think we'll see in a few minutes if anybody ran Tafson because that would be... I think that's what the only extended ship in First Order (laughs) I think so, yep, um, yeah. And I don't think I remember seeing a Taffsin. So, um, we look at uh, cut rate here. Scum obviously did a lot better. Your average squad size was between four and five. Looking at pilots, uh, clearly the top pilot again is Boy Vader. Um, I know Duncan earlier you said Boy Vader probably doesn't need to change points, but everybody runs him over everything else. <laughs> Not um, me, except for you. You're right. <laughs> Your are special case it's you're wanted. tall. And you over that a boy vader <laughs> over boy <laughs> vader <laughs> that is true um but they have anyway they have boy vaders on top then we have lieutenant sai not a surprise that's just clearly not a surprise i think um out of all those ships lieutenant Psy is probably the most effective one uh for yeah, the points um what well, we could debate that in a minute if we want Um, I threw a few more ships in here. Uh, Maloris is obviously up there. Scorch and DT, nothing surprising there. Uh, Contrail, uh, Garvin uh, up there as well. Uh, Dutch, not surprising in this meta. Um, Really kind of anything else just seems basic. Um, I think Psy is the big one um, out of all of those. I think that's the only extended ship there
1: anyway yeah i'm kind of surprised uh, then we look the... at
0: upgrades a elusive comes out on top again i wouldn't be surprised if they decide they're going to do something to elusive um just because everybody seems to want to pay the points to run it uh fire control system is very nice to see up there as well marksmanship shield upgrade munitions fail safe and magpalt's warheads um along with apt so the question is who do you think ran apts a lot of them because we haven't seen APTs up on top per well, se. I heard,
3: I heard there was a gunboat that ran advanced proton torpedoes a lot.
1: Yeah. And the battle Yemen X Wings as well. Nice they, see it's going
3: to make a comeback. I like that. I like that it's
0: the one charge um, type thing. Though I will say JJ ruined it on um, Major Vendor for me. And I despise <laughs> it because of that stupid interaction. I cannot stand <laughs> that you can one or two forward, recharge your APT, and then just continue Fire to go again. forward yeah. with it. So, Yeah, actually, my buddy
2: was in this tournament because he lives pretty close there locally. Uh, but he didn't do well. He went one like three to start, so... But he flew Lieutenant Psy. Did he? Yeah. 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 I don't know why he brought a list that we weren't planning on having him bring, but, you know.
0: Well, I think the nice thing about this tournament is because it's extended. So it kind of reminds me of the Michigan GT, but we didn't see a lot of Lieutenant Psy's there, right? You know, um, I kept trying to convince Ken to tell his kid to run Lambda instead of that stupid gauntlet and Empire for the points. Like, to me, it's a better buy, but... His kid loves. His kid love, 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 loves the uh that gauntlet there. All right. So let's get into some of the cut. So uh Scott from Nickel City X Wing uh took everybody down. Um and this does kind of go a little bit against uh some of the discussion that the crates have been having about um your seating place versus where you end up. Um, our top cut here was I don't know who L Bell is but L Bell versus Scott um, which was the 11th and 16th seed so pretty good Scott handily took it with his Republic list and won the whole tournament we'll get to his list in just a second here Um, and then you could kind of see it was Scott and L Bell versus uh, is that K Nasty is that how you say that Nasty (laughs) I don't I don't know how to say that. And Doug's Zug. Um, Snaggletooth. That's the that's Joel. That's Joel, right? From Michigan. Yes. Right. I think he is, isn't he? Yeah. I think he's he's in our Michigan group. You know oh. who he is? I think he's yeah, in our I've seen him around group. man. I don't I don't know. All right, all right. Um so yeah, so those are kind of the the top cuts for that. Um here is where the seatings was originally. As you can see, there's a couple of Tommy Adams was there. Um, I don't know where Tommy actually lives. To be honest with you, does Tommy live around there? I
2: forgot where he lives.
0: I've only spoken to him a couple times. Uh, so then we have Smittle, and I know Smittle uh, Stumbo was there. It looks like, and Velvet Kentucky Buddha Kentucky. as well. What's that?
3: I think uh, Tommy's Kentucky.
0: Is he? But he's yeah. kind of around there. Kentucky's. It can't be that far from Iowa, is it?
3: I don't think that geography class. I, I don't know. <laughs> it's Midwest. it's I,
0: I'm, the Midwest. I'm. I'm an analyst. I don't. I don't. There's a whole just, state in between.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's anywhere between twelve to six hours. You know, anywhere around that. All time. right.
0: All right. You're all killing me here. <laughs> um. All right. So why don't we go through? So I have the list. They. I don't. I got to talk to that guy from Pattern and Analyzer to see if we could change up how he orders those lists or give us an option to um so i know he listens to the show on and off um i think we'll come back to a couple of these lists the top list obviously was Scott right here um duncan you want to take the republic list that took the win
3: oh he was number 16 See, i was yeah. trying to find yeah. out where he was Sorry. all right yep. so here we got uh anakin skywalker uh with trick shot heavy laser so this has got to be the ada right yep yes uh r7a7 shield upgrade guess you're just gonna fire five die heavy laser cannon (laughs) shots uh see no that's customizable click and contrail contrail with uh shot chopper besh uh click with r3 astromech proton bombs it's pretty good and he's got two siege of coruscant arcs the the two four-pointers uh just seems like a lot of firepower and uh try to keep Anakin alive while he flanks because you're not really going to want to joust some arcs here.
0: No. And, and I guess, cause so if we go back to, was it Gen Con, you had the four ship Republic list, if I remember right. Hmm. Um, I saw some popularity after that. And then we had CG Coruscant come out. And so the question is, is it better to have the lat rerolls or is, is this beefy style list, um, more fitting to kind of where the meta is right now?
3: I think it's six and one half dozen. Um, I would say personally for my flavor that I like the lat list a little better. It did okay at Worlds. Um, obviously these guys are really efficient in points um, but it they, they can get taken off the board pretty easily that, with that one agility. Uh, the key to my lat surviving at uh, Gen Con was the C3PO Corky Crease thing going on. So we don't have that anymore.
0: Nope. Huh. Not unfortunately. Not that.
3: Just a general wondering about this event. I'm seeing very, very little amounts of dash here. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, right? Yeah. 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 Right. yeah. <laughs> like the, the list the, the dash uh Kyle Hara list was uh was always pretty good
1: wow yeah you're totally right i completely forgot about that list yeah
3: like guys dash exists come on <laughs> he's a good way to punch <laughs> defender vader yeah I don't he know. doesn't
2: have a gunner slot anymore i'm not sure if that affects anything all
3: right going to
1: Yasby. <laughs> i mean no re- no bestand but you still right. are a four to five die uh you know turret arc that can run away pretty easily you know like i mean yeah i
0: hate dash <laughs>
1: Not as much points.
0: as I
3: hate Ugh. 12 months, though. Yeah. So. When did he go up to 10? I don't look at extended points very often.
2: Yeah, he's 10 uh, points with 22 yeah. points a loadout. It's kind of hard to build around him. That is hard. Never mind. I'm
0: out. <laughs> he <laughs> he are kind you of... sure you don't want a 10-point large base ship? <laughs> I mean, He's more than Defender Vader, for Christ's sake. How about that?
2: For good reason. Yeah. It is pretty interesting that the the winning person... Uh, Scooter in this case, he played Stumbo in round one of the cut and it was a tie. <laughs> so he I'm not sure how they settled ties. Uh, probably by I the mean, Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he beat the, the only undefeated player in the top 16 <laughs> off a, a tie roll and then went on to win it. So that's kind of a real interesting scenario there.
0: Yeah, and Scott's actually a really good player. I was on his team last year in uh, season two for Nickel City, um, and I actually got to play Scott because uh, we were on the same team. We would practice together quite a bit, um, and I he's been playing Republic for longer, I think, than I've been playing CIS. <laughs> so, um, not not super surprising. A little surprising that he took down Stumble with this list, but. His Anakin, man. I'll tell you what, if that when that Anakin gets that shot lined
1: up,
3: mm,
0: so yeah, I six.
1: It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I definitely like the addition of uh, chopper on contrail. Uh, just being able to uh, get up that jam uh, once you get those evades off uh, for for contrail there. Um, it uh, it really helps uh, set up those those other follow up shots from like Wolf and Jag or Anakin um, at initiative five, where you get to see uh, a pretty good. Um, pretty good board state for where your opponent's at and uh, and just going in and set up that jam it was really good
0: yep i like it quite a bit um the runner-up list was L bell who wants that empire list there i guess i could take it
2: he had uh lieutenant psy with palpatine and baffle and the title and jamming team i'd end with elusive and ion cannon off Gideon with Magpulse, False Transponder Codes, and Targeting Computer. And then um, Vader in the Tide Defender Elite config with Malice Elusive HLC and Cluster Vessels.
1: That, that was a surprise <laughs> when I saw the Tide Defender Elite title on Vader. And honestly, I think Vader is probably the best pilot for that title. Uh mainly because his ability is all offense. And if you're able to line up that HLC shot, uh you can uh you can do a ton of damage with Vader. I mean you could do that HL the you could do the HLC shot and then spend your target lock if you still have it and take a second shot. Uh it is just brutal. It can absolutely decimate stuff. Who needs juke? You just shoot seven <laughs> dice at somebody and they'll die with Vader. Easy.
0: I have a question. So, would anybody here ever actually run this Defender Vader with Elite? I mean, kudos to him for doing this.
3: <sighs> oh. Uh I think I think that that ship needs the Delta Seven Delta Seven B treatment.
0: Yeah, uh, same here. I. It's just, I don't know. It's really hard for me. It's a really hard sell with Defender Elite. I mean, I don't know. JJ, so maybe we the- need to reach out to this guy and ask him because I. I just I. I'm very befuddled on how. I don't know. Like, so how yeah, there's a work. caveat
1: to this, though. The only way that this works is if you have a very good coordinating ship that helps you get those additional mods for Vader. In that case, it's going to be Lieutenant Psy that can easily provide vader that focus uh coordinate at his initiative um, and then possibly set him up with a target lock later on if he needs it and then vader can either reposition to um to make sure he gets out of arcs or get an evade token uh so that way he has that extra uh that extra defensive reroll. um and then of course he has elusive already uh now the other part of the defender lead title as well is that it makes those uh, those k turns red so if vader does decide to those K-turns is going to recharge his elusive. He'll still have his force to mod his dice, um, but if he needs to get out of there to jam, those hard turns now, the hard two is a blue, the hard one is white, um, and that's a very, very nice uh, maneuver to have on a defender to be able mm-hmm. to uh, uh, evade somebody or guard somebody and then boost if you need to, to to get out of the way or to get into a shot. So this Vader plays a lot differently, and a lot of people are programmed to counter the regular defenders that have that white 4k it's very different when you have a defender that can do other maneuvers and boost so it's it's a lot harder
0: so alright so two two things would this defender Vader be worth any salt without Psy it
1: would be very difficult I would say
2: yeah I need some sort of coordinating ship most likely
1: I mean, Reapers are great. I mean, you can still run this with, like, a Vizier with Palp and, uh, and have that uh, that coordinate early at initiative two and have that force suspend as well.
0: So I think we have a challenge for Duncan here. Duncan, you oh, have a voice. challenge for
3: Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> to make Defender Elite Vader? Oh, my yep. God. I'm going to have to look at Extended. Ooh. Also oh. kind
2: of funny that he put cluster missiles on there. Then you can't use the Defender Elite ability to perform another oh, bonus yeah. attack. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> so you would never use the bonus attack and cluster missiles because your normal primary attack is better.
1: Can't you decline to use it and then switch it yeah, yeah. to him? Yeah. It's okay. just,
2: the, that's I don't great. know. I mean, you have four points, which is why you're bringing cluster missiles. But like maybe Mag Balls might have been a slightly better choice or something that would have done something that's not a worse version of your attack. All
0: right. Yeah. So Duncan, Duncan has a list building challenge here. I want to see Duncan win an event with the defender <laughs> elite Vader. because, like, I don't know, like, I I feel Ooh. Scott should have just conceded this like win to him just because like it would be amazing to be like a defender elite title one. I guess. Does it have to be know. a Vader? No, I'll tell you what. No, I'll give you. I'll concede and you can have it on whoever you want. All
3: right, we're gonna start list building right now. Let's go. You're looking right, at
1: Vessery, right. right? Industry is good for this too.
0: um No one's okay. So here's the other challenge, Duncan. You cannot use the one that's coming soon. We know one's coming. Oh, Captain York. Oh, the matter I have that one. That that is you cannot. That cannot be your Defender Elite ship. You can have him in the list with another Defender Elite. But yeah, like I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Like I agree. I, I I we've always I've always stated that I would rather see that Defender Elite title make defenders more viable for standard play. Um, if they got the same treatment that the seven bs got, I just, I don't know. Whew. Anyway. So McNasty or I'm sorry, net nasty. However you say that. Um, and Doug Zug, Doug Zug came in third and fourth here. And so let's find their list. Which one would you like to take?
1: I'll grab that oh, JJ.
2: I have yeah. one quick thing to say though. Sure. That's kind of funny. If you take thread tracers on Defender Elite, you have that target lock to perform a bonus attack. They are both like the same timing. So you can do that. That's interesting, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so you can do something Duly like Vessery with like FCS yeah. thread tracers and like HLC or something.
0: All right, JJ which which list would you You'll so,
1: I'll uh, I'll do Doug Zug. So he's also running an Empire list here. So we have the Battle Yam Invader with Invader Vendor in the Alpha Class Star Wing here. Uh running him uh with a ruthless fire control system, plasma torpedoes, APTs, event slam, and the OS1 Arsenal loadout, Moth Gideon with ruthless cloaking device, false transponder codes, and targeting computer, and then Psy once again with Palpatine, Electronic Baffle, and the st two one title Two round off that list. So this is kind of a more modern Hatchet Man style uh, list here uh, with uh, Vinder being that big hammer with those Torps coming in pretty fast. Uh, being able to go in and uh, deal some damage uh, does have some really great help there with Moth Gideon and Vader uh, being also being able to uh, kind of be those hammers as well. Moth Gideon just enabling the token denial against those uh, those uh, torpedoes as well. Um, so it's a, it's a very good list. Uh, Sai is just there to provide uh, locks and focuses as needed, and then that palp uh, that palp force just helps them um, be e- even more efficient. Uh, for those lists, uh, for that list.
0: Yeah. So uh, this is the major vendor that I hate, right? This is the this is the one that can <laughs> clear, you do the disarm and just fire apts every round, right?
1: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The the one straight reload constantly. Yeah.
0: And <laughs> also, I has to do so. Even if you spend your target locks, so I just has to move first and give you a target lock right
1: yeah exactly yeah
0: you, you're like uh Angia palpatine angie palpatine Ugh. i like that list though. I'll, I'll be honest with you it's nice to see those uh alpha star classes on on the table i do as much as i hate jj for running that um against me i don't know i don't remember what we were playing but so whatever we were doing that one night you really just <laughs>
1: We we have a we had a lot of those nights early on. First it was Neenum, and then it was Vinder and then <laughs> Golly. And thanks, thanks, buddy. You're welcome, man.
0: All right. So the next list that we have is um Nack nasty, right?
1: McNasty.
0: I I don't know. I that's all I hear in my head is McNasty. So um they are running a F.O. list. Uh, They have Whirlwind with Marksmanship, Elusive, Cluster Missiles, Advanced Optics, Enhanced Jamming Suite, Malorus with Magpulse, Gallic with Proud Tradition, Ions, Scorch with Shield Upgrade, DT with Shield Upgrade, and Midnight with Swarm Tactics, Elusive, Concussion, Missiles, and Targeting Synchronizer. Um, Kind of a staple style list. uh, Very... (laughs) Very disgusting giving Whirlwind the I six, being able to take as many focuses as are in his arc and then just fire missiles at you. I will say I will I will tell you I liked Whirlwind well before lots of people like Whirlwind. Um but I don't play FO very long very well. So um I did I did came in I think fourth in one of the GSP things last year because of it. But um hey. yeah, Worldwind like half- is What's
2: that? Oh, this I was gonna say. This list is like half Nicholas God's and half Crispy's from Worlds.
0: Yes. Yep. It's a very it's it, it, it's and I think that's kind of how FL is built right now. Is you have uh, plug and play pieces here, right? And I don't know. To me, this list like like I said, this list is a little bit more my style than Nicholas God's list is. Outside of the fact that I really do like Ember, um, but this is this feels here closer to a play style that I would have. And i will say the midnight whirlwind combo is pretty pretty dirty sometimes so
1: yeah that synchronized console uh just or sorry the targeting synchronizer rather uh just being able to enable those missiles there pretty much ensures that whirlwind always has a 3 die attack um as long as they have charges with cluster missiles and that also opens up stuff for like commander maddenas as well um or um <clears throat> Uh, or any other ship that could potentially have, like, missiles on their list there uh, to, to really increase the offensive output there. Um, I would have liked to see maybe Magpulse on Midnight instead, um, instead of Concussion Missiles, but then you have that at one extra point. Uh, but still, it's a, it's a really nice list. I always like targeting Sync on Midnight. Uh, it's a really great choice. Just make sure you don't spend that block uh, on Midnight so you can uh, deny the, uh, their, uh, their defensive modifications.
0: All right. So now we're going to move into top eight. Um, Duncan, why don't you take Ketchup Man? And my daughter officially told me Ketchup Man was the best name in X Wing, and everybody should adopt that name. Because <laughs> <'cause> she <laughs> loves ketchup. Like, which it, ketchup's okay, but she loves ketchup. So.
3: All right. So here we got another Empire list. Uh, we see Battle of Yabin, Darth Vader, pretty common, commonly used there. We got Juno with uh, kind of an interesting set up here we got marksmanship pattern analyzer and fire control um tomax brand in the tie bomber with barrage rockets and bomblet generator and captain kagi with fire control emperor palpatine uh shield shield upgrade and uh st321 the title
0: so huh. why take kagi over Sai? is there a I reason have to remember that? what
2: kagi does kagi pulls target locks away so, you can choose right. one or more friendly ships and then pull all the locks onto yourself. So, it's really good. Well, it like, again, most people are going to go for that like shuttle an awesome. anyway. But I
3: guess, mm-hmm. I don't know, if you have two I5s and I6, like uh, you're playing against opposing Vaders or uh, or whatnot, you just, or like Midnight. So, that would be real bad for Midnight. Uh, <laughs> just, right? Like, Midnight targets Battle of Yavin Vader, and you just roll up with Kagi and take the whole target locks away. Yeah, because your friendly
2: ships just have to be zero to three of Kagi. So Kagi yeah. doesn't really have to be in that fight. He can be way back there and still start taking all of the locks. Oh, uh, yeah. So maybe it was a, kind of like
3: a like a, it's a solid medical, medical there. I yeah, I mean, it's six points, though. A lot of You loadout. get 22 points of loadout. Yeah, that's a lot of loadout. That's why it's Palp and Shield upgrade there.
2: Yeah. So it turns into 11, 11L, the Palpatine carrier. Mm-hmm. You're not really putting too, too much else on it. You just keep them all the way in the back line. And everything's. They still use the ban list, so you can't put on something like Sloan. So,
3: yeah, the Tempest brand is kind of a weird build.
2: Efficiency, right? I guess. I mean, yeah, yeah rockets and exactly. omelets. Uh, and he's 5 an right? So surprised he didn't do uh, do elusive. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, maybe they just didn't enter it in there. He probably
3: had elusive, right? No, he's got 10 loadouts, so... Uh, oh, no, you're right, yeah. I oh, know, bomblet generators, too, and barrages. Yep. A eight. lot. Barrages, they... So.
2: I mean, you get a consistent 3-die gun if you focus. And you have bomblets. I bomblet.
0: think the, the. I think it's a, it, it's a priority choice here, right? Like, are you going mm-hmm. to shoot Tomax, or are you going to shoot Juno, or are you going to shoot Vader? Like... I think all of them give you kind of a bad option. Um, especially if you're pulling target locks. I guess I never thought about that. If you pull the target locks and you turn people you take away people's ability to shoot missiles and weird little other abilities like with baiters and other things like that. I, I don't know. I, it's it actually feels pretty defensive. Um, though I agree I would put elusive on max before bomblet generator, but...
1: Yeah, and I think that this list really depends on uh, on range control as well, right? Because if you can make sure you can keep Kagi away from the fight just out of it, so that way you can... Pull the locks from the ships that are ahead of you and that way you're out of the range from the other ships that are attempting to take them on um i think that's the maximum effectiveness there for kagi there but um but yeah still it's very very good i mean just having just those high initiative ships um in juno and Tomix and invader uh to go in just getting that little defensive uh boost by not having to worry about those uh, missiles coming back is really good for for kagi so
0: yeah, I think if they ever re-release those landas, I don't know. That, uh, man,
1: hopefully with a pivot wing or something.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> that is true. So, all right. So now we move on to the next list. Um, who should we do next? Uh, let's see here. Number eight is Snaggletooth. There you go. We're, let's let's give a resistance list to our our man Alex here.
2: Yep, so he has a Resistance list. He has a Poe Falcon with Heroic Trickshot Chewbacca Ray engine upgrade in the title. He has Nine Nub with Heroic R6D8, which is like the super Predator droid, and HLC. He's got Allo with Heroic M9G8, HLC, and then Finn with Elusive, Heroic, and Perceptive co-pilot. I mean, they're all... Pretty solid ships. Uh, I love M9G8. I love Falcon Poe. I'm still iffy on trick shot with him, but that's just me. But, I mean, it's a it's, it's solid... And if you if you manage to line up those HLC shots, it can do a lot more damage. And I'm sure in Extended, you got a lot more bigger ships, right? You have Lambdas, you have um, the Lancer, you know, the Upsilon that no one brought... So it's much easier to do HLC shots, I would assume. So, And it's only four points for some reason. So, Seems like just a solid list. I didn't, Falcon Poe does really dirty Falcon Poe things. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh,
2: Falcon Poe. All
0: right. JJ, let's take the Rebel list number 12, Pala
1: Radio. So we got a, uh, a four-ship list here for the Rebels here. We got the Battle of Yavin Garvin Drace uh, with a Benthic Two-Tubes, with Jin Erso, Perceptic pilot Contraman, and the Pivot Wing. Harrison Dula here with Predator, Elusive Proton Rockets, and Munitions Failsafe. I believe that's the A-Wing version of Hera. And then Luke Skywalker uh, with Brilliant, Elusive Proton Rockets, R4, Munitions Failsafe, and the Server Motor foils. Uh, benthic tube tubes uh just being able to uh, help enable by passing those focus tokens over to hera um, and then having the ability to convert them to evades if needed with generso uh garvin drace also being able to do the same thing with the uh with the focus passing after garvin spends it and uh, being able to pass it and then on top of all that hera just being able to take a target lock just out of all that um if hera doesn't spend our target lock that could potentially enable garvin to shoot off the those advanced proton torpedoes uh, if he's in range and uh and yeah there's just so much token passing here Uh quintessential rebels just being able to pass all those tokens around and uh and just really being effective
0: so is a brilliant evasion the one where you spend a force to convert eyeballs is that what it is correct yes yeah. so two i eyeballs. i don't i i'm very confused why you run that on luke you get two green dice like what's the probability that you're gonna roll two it's eyeballs? very low
1: it's yeah. two
0: points Okay, but th- what,
2: el-
3: what else? is in probability like- when you have elusive, I guess. I mean, that's the same thing with Vader, right? But but also yeah. you're
2: passing around of A tokens too, right? Like you don't necessarily
0: need it. I mean, what? is is it just a call where you like that's what you're putting on there, or I mean, because you could put what else? Uh, you could put height, and per- uh, height and perception three, three. Yeah, well,
3: you, you, you can drop the munitions the the yeah Yeah
0: i i i don't know like I, to me it just feels to me it feels like there's other things you could run i and maybe it worked for him, for them i don't know uh for sure but i don't know uh the last one that we have is from air knight uh and it is a kraken saw dutch lando list um which i think we talked about lando what a month month and a half ago yeah like that mm-hmm. um and I kind of fell in love with Lando a little bit. Uh, Lando with Perceptive Copilot, Neandub, uh Bistan, Millennium Falcon, Dutch with Belly Rub and Proton torpedoes. Saw with Elusive, Perceptive Copilot, Contraband, Jin and Pivot Wing, and Kraken with Elusive and plas- Plasmas. So pretty solid Rebel list there. Um, nothing super special that we haven't really seen before. <laughs> A lot of
2: actions going around between Kraken and Lando, so everyone gets all their double mods or whatever.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. even though it's only a four ship list, kind of still feels pretty good. And and does Jin work? So if Lando takes with Percent the co pilot two focuses, mm-hmm. does Jin just say, "Hey, one of those can be an evade if you want"? Yep, yep, and exactly. Then you
2: get the rerolls off the title. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So seems pretty good. Because I mean, what's the probability you would take two focuses? You wouldn't just take the evade, right? Like, I don't know, to me, it feels like you would always get... Well, you have focus this stand,
2: so if you wanted to keep it. But also, Lando just gets two actions if he does a blue maneuver, so he can himself just do the double focus evade if he wanted to.
3: If he's Fair doing enough. that many blues, I'm wondering why he didn't go with uh, with uh Baze Malbus, right? Because you can get three tokens yeah. that way, one of which right. can be an evade.
0: Oh, so yeah. good. I forgot about that. Yeah.
1: And then add in an engine upgrade if you need to. Yeah, true. <laughs>
0: Oh, even dirtier. Damn yourself. it, Duncan. Stop yeah. it, Duncan. I mean <laughs> with,
2: with Baze though, you have to be closer to people to get the two tokens. Yeah. So maybe if he's just kind of orbiting around
1: and trying not to get shot at. But it works it works on the bumps too. So I mean yeah, like it works if on they, the bump focus. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So if you if you get bumped, you can still use it and that gives Lando at least an out. So, but if you get bumped, you don't get Lando's <laughs> ability. Right, right, but at least having that focus evade um, naturally, right? Even with a bump, is it, still pretty good. For Lando, it's
0: nice. How many how many tokens do you get with blaze up to two or up to three?
3: Uh, up to two extra, so you can get three total, yeah, and so you can good. make any number of them focuses or evades, right? twin so you can do three evades <laughs> if you wanted. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's how oh that my works. God. Yeah, yeah.
0: All right, I need to get like I need to get my Lando back out before <laughs> points change. I need to put the I I think I'm gonna put this list on the table because I, I have one of each of these chips. So, all right. Well, I think that's that. That's it for um the Midwest Open. Um, from what I heard, it was a pretty good event. Um, uh, unfortunately, I, it was a little far for me to travel. I really couldn't convince the wife with everything going on to be like, hey, why don't you guys go hang out um in St. Louis while I go play X Wing for two days? <laughs> so, um. The wife was not super excited by that proposition. Um maybe during the summer when the kids are off of school, we'll see. Maybe I'll get a little bit more lucky. It'd be nice to go to like the Lone Star Open down in Texas. Um, stuff like that. Like I I've never been to that one, and I hear really good things about that that event. Um so cool. So that was that was kind of the two things we had talked about covering the Pride of Mandalore pack. I think we're gonna skip that tonight since we are almost an hour and a half in and i don't a i don't want to keep everybody up till you know 11 30 and stuff like that so and the pride of mandalore i don't know if that's even dropped yet i have not seen that kit no locally no, yeah. um so i'm not super worried about it that can be on the agenda for next week unless we get points if we get points that's what we'll be doing next week let's um, pray.
3: what's that yeah, right i said let's pray for points yeah
0: exactly 100 <laughs> percent um and though, all right, Duncan, I'm going to be a little selfish and ask that we don't get points until the 26th of May, because if we have that tournament on the 28th of oh, May, that gives one day for testing and 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 points building. And I'm telling you right now, if that's the case, like, I don't do super well, but we have a local, Sean, who does, like, that guy is the wizard at building BS rebel list. Like, just, just bullshit. Like, I'll like, I hate. Playing against it because he has all these weird interactions and then you have to stop the timer <laughs> like, you're gonna like all right i don't believe you we got to go through all these things and um anyway he is the master at that but i would love like that's what i wanted for worlds and like i don't know how anybody else feels about that but to me drop some points like a week before worlds or less than a week before worlds let's just shake it up like i know it kind of kills a little bit of the competitive nature of some of it but at the exact same time um To me, that's some of the funnest X-Wing is when the new points drop. I have a lot of fun playing dumb, stupid stuff that I think is going to be good and then just get my ass handed to me. So That happens a lot, actually. (laughs) And I don't even live by Duncan. so. Um, All right. Well, thank you so much, Duncan, for joining us tonight. Did you have anything else you wanted to plug? Anybody you wanted to say? Anything you wanted to say before we wrap up for the night?
3: No, just again, just Richmond Open was great. Uh, Chuck running it was great. Um, and Chris helping out TO and everything like that. Hopefully we can get more people next year. Yeah.
0: And you know what would be nice if somebody TO'd for him so he could actually play one of these times? That guy loves well, now to that T.O. I've
3: won, I can actually TO so I can get that triple zero judge <laughs> promo that I need. <laughs> I don't even I have to do an event.
0: I know one of our locals, we're looking at holding an event, one of the locals is like, oh, I'll volunteer. And I was like, why? And he's like, well, there's a triple zero card in there, so mm-hmm. that's saying. pretty cool
3: looking. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. I was like, "You don't even run scum. What do you want it for?" He's like, "Just saying." It, it can cool. be an
3: empire if you run yeah, Vader. You just run
0: Vader. Just run Vader.
3: Yeah.
0: Corey doesn't run Empire or <laughs> scum. <so. laughs> Corey runs Resistance and Republic. I feel mainly. the completion
3: is part of that, though. Is like needing to get all the alt arts, but it's yeah. impossible now. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's true all right well cool well thank you all for joining us Um, I know this was a Tuesday cast we delayed the show uh, to ensure JJ and uh, Duncan could come on I heard there was some bribery going on that JJ gave Duncan the win if he joined the show uh, so (laughs) Duncan could have his world's invite right away I'm gonna get banned (laughs) by AMG (laughs) uh, don't worry buddy AMG does not uh, watch our show Um, if it did it would have already yelled at us I mean how many times have I stated AMG watches the show and they've never reached out to me so we will see (laughs) If you know somebody that wants to get AMG on the show, we'll happily talk with AMG on the show. Either which way, thank you so much, Duncan, for joining us tonight. And uh, we look forward to some of the other crazy... Now you get to run fun lists, like You don't have to run anything serious. I might try my old
3: goal of uh, trying to get seven invites with seven different factions. So.
2: Well, so long as one of them's a defender elite, then you're fine.
3: Well, I already did Imperial, so we'll loop oh, all the way around, and that'll oh. be number eight. How about that? There you go. All right, that, that sounds, sounds good. Man, that sounds I was good. I was building a list in Yasvi with that, so I think I think I had one. It was uh, it was it the defender next to Moff Gideon, Iden, and Key So I could just ruthless key with the <laughs> elite title. I was like, that's the best I can do. It's kind of weird. Oh,
0: that sounds pretty good, though. I like that. Let's see. It doesn't it sound, sound good, but it, it sounds fun. Sound <laughs> <laughs>
3: Burned out your own your own decimator and you strain it with Moth Gideon. That's, That's not the worst thing.
0: I will say Moth Gideon and decimators do go well together. We had a local that was running that for a little while. Hmm. Um, and they were constantly just giving the decimator to strain. <laughs> to Feels matter. good. It's hot. And every time you just be like, oh, it's just it was just a sad day. Um, Oinkin, you can shoot your range zero, right? And it's like even better then. So, yeah. All right. Anyway, anyway, thank you. <laughs> thank you all for joining us on our journey through the points. I don't know what next week's going to hold. Um, we really, we honestly don't know just based on uh, that. If you have a store champ or anything that has gone or uh, that has happened, if you want to either email us at plentyface at gmail.com or you can hop up into our Discord and let us know, we will happily cover a store champ. Um I at least top four. Like I, I like Sword Champ season personally. I've never lived in X Wing Sword Champ World because I played Destiny before this. Um and that was kind of the that's more or less the, the crowd I ran with until they killed uh that amazing game. Uh sadly enough. And uh now I play X Wing. But um if you have a Sword Championship and you want us to cover it and I miss it somehow, uh just like I said, just send us an email or hop in our Discord and be like, hey, here's the link. Um, here's the info, and we will cover as many store Champ numbers as we can throughout the season, uh, because to me, that's the best part about a lot of this. Especially once new points drop, there's going to be a whole new meta and everything with that. We are not going to do a uh, Universe Extended tonight because JJ did not watch Visions. Um, and no, I did. yeah, I did. You did? Yeah,
1: I, I'm on the last episode, but yeah, I've seen it. Well, do we
0: do we do a universe extended tonight? Ben? Not tonight. No, no I gotta right, be up right. early. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, you're killing me. You're killing. Me. So next Sunday we are gonna do a universe extended uh, episode after we do our normal podcast to cover the visions and our opinions on it because I watched it. I thought it was amazing. Um, and I'm actually I'm super excited to talk about it. Like I think it's one some of the best Star Wars content minus Andor because I won't try to usurp people's love of Andor for it. Uh, with that being said thank you have a good night and we will see you on the morrow
1: have a good night everybody all right